This is the Seven Figure Standard Podcast, hosted by Arash Vasugi and Mikey Stiller, with mindset and strategies to help you break through and create personal freedom. Hello, and welcome back to the Seven Figure Standard Podcast. I'm Mikey Stiller, joined by my co-host, Arash Vasugi, and we're so thrilled to be back with you for another episode. Today, we're going to be talking about something that I know can help you because we have all faced doubts at one time or another. And especially whenever you're setting a really big goal, a really good goal, doubt may creep in. You may think, but what if I can't do this? And so today we're going to talk about the knowing state and how faith already knows. Araj often tells the story, he says, when you go to a restaurant and you sit down and you order a steak, you know it's going to come. You expect it's going to come. You don't ever question, I wonder if my steak's going to come. I wonder if they're going to bring it to my table. And so we'll get into that today and I'm really looking forward to it. But first, Araj, how are you? I'm great, Mikey. How are you? I am doing really good. I'm excited to talk about this topic because I do think it's a topic that a lot of people struggle with and not a lot of people talk about. So can you just jump in right where I ended off? Yeah. So if we get to the prequel of the knowing state is we need to first define what we want, but we don't want to keep it in a wanting state. We want to turn it into a knowing state. That's what desire is, where you know that you know you're going to do something because once it's a desire, it's a done deal. A lot of people start before they come from their want, it's they're needing, they're coming from, I don't like something. So the opposite is defining their wants, because what does need, what happens when you're in need, you're coming from lack and limitation, and you get inspirationally dissatisfied, you say, no, I'm sick and tired of this, this is how I want to live, and we turn it into a want, then the wanting through repetition of the habits we create, we turn it into that knowing state. And the knowing state is where the magic happens, where I already have it. Now, I'll tell you this, Mike, I get this all the time. I know I'm going to do it. That's still not the knowing state. Because my next question is, I listen to someone's language, they say they know, but they don't know. And how I know is by their language. And I'll often say, tell me a little bit about your behaviors. And the behaviors are still aligned with where they currently are. So that when you know and you have that knowing state, your behaviors are automatically changed to the person who would have already achieved that goal, live that certain way of living. And that's why we always want to follow our behaviors. Our behaviors tell us a huge story. It'll tell us if we're truly in that knowing state, that it is a true desire where Every action is coming from the goal. All your self-talk is coming from the goal. All your disciplines. So I encourage everybody to, just for a moment, think back yesterday. I want you to put your goal in your mind, your definite goal. And then look at how you behaved yesterday. Are they in line? You know when you get to that knowing state because you automatize those behaviors to be coming from that goal, not to the goal. So you brought up a good point that a lot of wants come from need. And so let's say that you're in the need place right now. Like you need to do something. You need to provide for your family. You need to do something so that your business survives. How do you get out of that need into a desire? First starts with you got to gain understanding. You have to have awareness. Need always creates lack and limitation. Want creates abundance. So just understand we're either in a needing or wanting state and we want to be aware of which state we're in. See, I know, you know, 18, 19 years ago, I was in a huge needy state. 
it actually blessed me though. It really was a blessing for me because that's what got me inspirationally dissatisfied where I said, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. And that created my want. Now, if you would have seen my first goal, I don't know how in the world I was going to do it. But it started leading me because I committed at that goal. It started leading me to the right mentors, the right books, the right videos on YouTube at that time when YouTube was just getting started. And that's what increased my awareness of what's possible. I love that. Okay. So I think everybody can relate to being in a need state at one point or another, whether that's now or before. But what a lot of people can also relate to is they want something, but they don't know how to turn that want into a desire. I don't know how many times I've heard this question on our client calls or on our public Q and A's. And they say, how do I transform my goal into a desire? Like I want it, but I don't know that it's a desire yet. Well, if they ask the question, it's not a desire. You know a desire because it overtakes your vibration. The idea uses you. You wake up in the morning and that's the first thing you think about. So you always will accept that idea right away. That's how it turns into a desire. We've done an episode on this. Nothing will get you to accept the idea quicker than auto-suggestion. But that takes discipline. A lot of people won't do what I suggest, which is every three hours set an alarm and auto-suggest your goal for two minutes, you do that for 30 days, you're going to turn that want into a desire. Now we go to the next step. Once it's a desire, your mind will automatically shift. Your thinking will change. The type of actions you take will change. All of a sudden, you're taking bigger, bolder actions. You're sprinting out of your comfort zone. You're asking for what you want at a high level. Like If there's somebody that can help you, you'll ask without worrying and shaming yourself, wondering, well, am I asking for too much? Or what if they're busy? It won't even register to you. He is turning it into a desire because desire is that rocket fuel on our back. Think about a time when you've had a desire, like nothing could get in your way. That's what a desire is. A desire is a healthy obsession. But a true desire, it's a done deal. Like once you have a desire, it may take a couple weeks still, it may take a couple months, but it's happening because once it's a desire in your subconscious mind, it's a desire in the whole universal subconscious mind where the universe conspires on your behalf to put everything for the fulfillment of your desire in your path. Now, I remember when I first learned this, I was like, the whole universe is going to conspire on my behalf. Like that was a big idea for me to accept. I just didn't accept it right away. I was ignorant. Once I just started working in harmony with the laws of the universe, everything started working in my favor. And here's the true thing. And I've said this many times to you, Mikey, when someone's really winning, they're working in harmony with the laws. When they're losing, they're working out of harmony. But the law works no matter what. So if somebody's not feeling enthusiastic, inspired, they don't have a desire. If someone is tired, they don't have a desire. But everything is measured from our goal. So you develop the behaviors of the person who already achieved it. And the universe knows when you're out of the way, when you've already accepted that idea that it is done. That's the knowing state. Like how many times have we been in an environment, I could say for me, there's lots of times in my past that I was like this, where I know I should do something, but I didn't do it. Well, that was my gap in the doing. I knew I should have done it. I knew I should have done this discipline, but I didn't do it. Well, that's because I never committed at the goal. The commitment is not just knowing you're going to achieve the goal. Now the commitment is 100% all in at your future self of where that goal 
is already achieved. See, I think that because so often we're raised from a very young age to think that we have to work, work, work before we can achieve, right? You're working towards a goal. You're not working from a goal whenever you're growing up, or I certainly wasn't taught this whenever I was growing up. You were working towards a goal. You were never working from a goal, which is what we teach. And can you talk about how important that distinction is and why it's so valuable? I'll give you an example of this. I was working with a client this morning. And he said, there's so much to this. I said, there isn't. And I just stopped. It was very quickly. There isn't. I said, it's a sim- It's a few disciplines compounded over time. He goes, I don't know how I'm going to get to 100000 a month. And I said, how many clients would that be? I'm giving you an example of how I reverse engineered with him. I said, how many clients would that be a month? He said, 15. I said, doesn't 15 seem easier than 100000 a month? And he said, yeah. And I said, okay what would your activities be to earn 15 new clients? Like how many appointments would you have to have? And he told me and I said, okay, so that's our goal. And that's all we work on. And now we're coming from the goal. Too many people are coming to the goal. So they're saying, oh, I had a bad year. Oh, I had a bad month. Yes, yes. The universe always says yes to us. Like if I say I want more money, the universe says say yes, I'm gonna keep doing that wanting state. There's a much difference that that knowing state I'm already earning. You have to come from the state of already having it. But it's so conditioned in us at a young age to go to the goal. We have to come from the goal. I want everybody to think of their goal right now and then reverse engineer it for yourself. Ask yourself the same questions. For me to achieve my monthly goal, how many clients would I have to accrue? And then look at the behaviors that are going to get those clients, the number of appointments, you practicing your presentations, you asking for referrals, a certain amount of cold calling. Now you're working from the goal and your job is to hit that number every single day. If you do the activities, you get rewarded so greatly. Unfortunately, people are not practicing the activities because they make the goal so much bigger than them. And every time you're acting from the goal, you are one with the goal. And the repetition of becoming one with the goal, that's how you create quantum leap after quantum leap. Araj, being in the knowing state is having this unshakable level of faith. And using that example that we started with, with going to a restaurant, ordering a steak, you know it's going to come. Well, every time you've been to a, ever been to a restaurant, you've ordered food, the food has come. How do you build that same confidence and that same faith whenever you just start out on your journey of achieving big goals? When you're committed, that's the deal. It starts with commitment. If you're not 100% all in, put all your chips in at that time, then you're going to always look at obstacles. See, I never look at obstacles. Do I know there's obstacles? Yes. Do I know I have to grow? Do I know I have to act on more and more ideas? Of course I do. But I never even think in terms of obstacles. All I think of is what is essential for me to do today? And that's where I'm always focused on my three to six goal achieving activities every day. It's no different than chopping down a tree. You're not going to chop down a tree with one swing. You have to practice the activities. But that takes discipline. But no, there's no one, including myself, that is disciplined if I don't have a full-fledged, all-in, no shit, no kidding, this is what I'm doing type of commitment. It's got to be a full commitment. See, if you're an entrepreneur, the great entrepreneurs are strong. They're mentally strong. They know they have to do whatever it takes. 
the people who are just getting in entrepreneurship, they will because they never build that foundation. And that foundation is in your thinking. It's in your standard. It's in your image. And that's why you have to build the foundation strong. And once you do that, you shed your old identity where all you know is getting out of your comfort zone. So Raj, even someone like you who's been studying this information for, I mean, almost 20 years, teaching it for over 15 years, are you in the knowing state 100% of the time? Or do you still have those moments of wavering, those moments of like a question, like, am I sure I can do this? Or is it so is your goal to be in the knowing state 100% of the time? Or the majority of the time, I guess, is really my question. Well, mine now is I'd give you a different answer now than what it would have been even 10 years ago. But now, if I commit, I'm in that knowing state right away. I accept the idea that it's done. I never worry about how long it's going to take because I'm going to spend the time anyway. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter to me how long it takes. If I want to quicken up the space between setting the goal and achieving it, I know I have to be really locked into my disciplines and my thinking. So Do you have to be there all the time? No, but you have to be there the majority of the time. It has to be your dominant thinking pattern. So it's so interesting because when I first really made the shift, I didn't believe it was going to happen. I wasn't in that knowing state, but I believed it was possible because my mentor said, you don't need to know. You just need to know that I know I can show you how. So I I took all the pressure off of me and believed in his belief. And Mm -hmm. that's how... I started accepting bigger and bigger ideas. But you create the knowing state through your doing, the type of actions you take. I highly encourage you to get out of your comfort zone every day. Now, if you look at, like I can look at myself yesterday, I did a lot out of my comfort zone. And I do a lot every day out of my comfort zone. But even just one idea out of somebody's comfort zone, they made that a habit, they're going to change their life significantly. Araj, if you are turning a want into a desire and you're like, okay, I think I've crossed that bridge. Like this is a desire. It is a done deal. Then what's your next step? Act. You got to get into action. Uh, But you'll automatically, desire is what causes us to act. So once it's a desire, it causes us to act. Our job in the beginning state is to think, feel, and act like we already have it. The biggest sabotage of not achieving a goal Let's say somebody has a goal. They say, you know what? I was really committed to it. And they may have been, but they're coming from not having it because they're letting the outside results control them. They're never going to achieve it. We have to come from the state of having it. Now, let me give you an example. A salesperson behaves completely differently when they know they're going to make a sale compared to wondering if they're going to make a sale. You know, those elite sales pros. They've already sold the client before they ever met with them. Then you'll see another salesperson who's hoping and wishing. There's a different sense of knowingness, like you know that you know that you know. And that's when you set a goal, you've got to understand, the minute you set the goal, you went to the frequency of where that goal is. The challenge is within a second, you come back to your current program. So we've got to bring our program and live at that state. That's what's going to create a true knowingness, but you've got to work at this. Our protocols are critical. Like if I first start working with a client, the first thing I do, if I'm working with a one-on-one client or a corporate client, the very first thing I do is I put them on a kick-ass morning routine. The very first thing I do, because why? 
That's where belief is created. Why? Because that's where disciplines are created. And then I work from other processes that are essential to get them from their goal. But I'm always coming from the end. So that's how you develop the knowing state. And over a few, it doesn't take long. It's no different than releasing weight. Like when you release weight, if you stick to a nutrition plan and exercise, you're going to see it start coming off. It's the same thing with a monetary goal or with a leadership goal, whatever the goal is. If you start doing the right disciplines over 30 days, you're going to see a significant jump. But we can't start, stop, start, stop, start, stop. That's where you're not going to gain any ground. So what I'm hearing you say is once you turn a want into a desire, that's when you're in the knowing state and you want to act from the knowing state. Yes. Yes. And And here's how you do it. You have to feel the emotions of what you would feel in this present moment like you already achieved it. In this moment right now, like I know my goal because I have it so locked in. Right now, my emotions are already that I already achieved it. How would I feel? What would I see? What would I experience? The more you do it, the more that's going to become your dominant program that's running you. And in the beginning, you may be on like, you may be like an airplane. Correct, 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 correct. Like, because you're just going to want to fall back to your normal pattern. Is that right? Yeah, I'll give you another big idea on this. Why people don't get what they want is because they've accepted the idea intellectually, but they've never felt the feelings of it emotionally. They've never transferred it emotionally. Well, that's where the knowing state is. It's on an emotional level. That's where the desire is. It's in your subconscious mind. The desire is not in your conscious mind. It's on your subconscious. So you can gather all the information you want, but if you don't turn it into getting emotionally involved with that idea of already having it, you're going to stay in that knowing state. You're kidding yourself. It's delusion. And that's why I always say the ideas work a thousand percent of the time when you implement the ideas. It's the application of the ideas that create the big results. So good. All right, Raj, let's get into an action step for today. Well, we're talking a lot about the knowing state. This is my friendly challenge to everybody. I want you for the next seven days, if you could do it for seven days, you'll do it for 30 days. And if you do it for 30, you'll do it for 90. I want you to follow your behaviors and write down the behaviors that are not in harmony with your goal that you're operating. I call those destructive behaviors. So let's identify them. Don't suppress them. Don't go on autopilot. Don't go default back to your old identity. And then look at from this moment on, you make a decision. Once you identify them, you make a decision that You are going to be that goal all day long. You're going to think from that goal. Your behaviors, your actions are going to come from that goal. You're going to make an extra five prospecting cold calls if you're in sales. Whatever you're doing, you're going to come from the goal. And that's my friendly challenge to you. If you do it for seven days, it'll blow you away that you'll have the most seven productive days of your year. I love it. Thanks so much, Araj. This was such a powerful episode. I also want to give everybody a reminder that your new first book is officially available for pre-order on amazon.com. It's called World Class Wealth Mindset by Araj Basugi. You want to go ahead and pre-order it right now. It officially comes out on March 12th. Really looking forward to it. I have an advanced copy and I can tell you that it is an incredible book. It's like a handbook that everybody needs. So go ahead and place your pre-order now and we'll see you next week on the 7 Figure Standard Podcast for another episode. Thanks, Arash. Thanks, Frankie. Thank you for listening to this episode of 7 Figure Standard. We hope you found the insights and strategies helpful on your journey to success. If you enjoyed this episode, 
please leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform to help us reach more people like you. To learn more about Arash and Mikey and how Voss Coaching Co. can help you achieve your goals and reach new levels of success, visit VossCoachingCo.com. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of 7 Figure Standard.